0: happy uh we could get the win it looked like uh we had a lot of opportunities to win you know and um just uh it was back and forth but uh you know we we felt really good about the matchup we felt good about things that we saw from last year things that we can improve on and uh it was a challenge for the whole program and uh you know to be able to take on big 12 champions like that and to get a win and uh, you know the game changer were our fans as always uh the support the the noise, um, the energy, and our, our players love it. And so, um, and me as head coach, I love it too. So, uh, looking at the at the stats, I mean, yeah, you know, I think uh, overall, really proud of our defense and proud of Coach Tuyaki, um the entire team. But uh, you know, defense kept us in there for for a little bit when things are struggling, and um, you have to give Baylor a lot of credit. Dave Veranda is a, an amazing coach, and. His coordinators have done a great job getting their team ready. Um, you know, it just seemed like we made that, that one play more than they did. and um, But, yeah, just just happy with the win, man. And, and um, looking forward to learning from some of the mistakes that we made in this game. But, um, proud of the players that stepped up. We had some young guys step up. We, we knew that um, that we were going to be down a couple receivers, and uh, those young guys really stepped up to make things happen. But uh, tons of fun. Uh, Honored to be on the field competing against Baylor, and uh, just really, really fortunate that we got the win. But really proud of our players too, and uh, yeah, just I finally have time to just relax and just think about it. So, um, yeah, but that's it. Well, I'll take any questions you guys have, and and take a deep breath too. So,
1: well, I mean, where does that game rank in your long coaching career? As far as I don't know. I just to, you know like we have
0: so many of those, and. I didn't have any gray hair until I got this job, and now my you know I have to cut cut it short. But um, but it's worth it. I mean, it's just a lot of fun, and, and we've been on the other side of some of these close close losses and things like that. But it just seems like the um, the magic happens at home, especially when we get the fans involved. Um, yeah, but I I don't know where it ranks. It's just right now, it feels like the best because it's the most recent, you know. But and, and I think, looking and you guys have been around me just from last year 's game, I made statements about we 've got to learn from that we 're going to see them again, and I wanted to see the improvement in our team and in our program from everybody uh, and, and I saw it you know, and so I wish I could take credit for all of it, but it 's everyone involved, our staff, our strength coaches, our sports scientists, our trainers, everyone and, and the players themselves getting them ready, and the coaches getting these guys ready and having a great game plan and uh, you know we just let's just keep building keep getting better
1: to be on the sideline and have a chance to win miss a field goal chance to win miss a field goal fourth down chance to win give it
0: up and just have these moments where it's just like you have the game won, but can't get the job done what's that like on the sideline to keep the guys going and keep yeah guys just got to get just got to generate the energy and then just not give up and I mean you just build off of each other you know so I, I wish I knew the answer to it at all, but the, the guys are resilient and they stick with it. They don't give up, and um, I mean, they're close to scoring on that. You know, I don't know exactly what. How close it was three yard line or, or so? And uh, the guys just, just that's what that's the definition of grit. You know, just keep keep going. And we saw it throughout the whole game, though. We, we Baylor's a tough team to prepare for. they they're so they're so physical. And uh, it, you just can't sit there and say we're well, we're just gonna beat these guys up. That just doesn't happen. No, nobody does that to them. Uh, and they're physical on, on on both sides. And then obviously they're very efficient in special teams. I, I think this game just came down to just you know one play that we are able to make, and then like you said, just sticking with it and and not giving up. And you know we uh, we believe in Jake, and we love him, and we support him. And we wouldn't be the program that we are right now without him. So uh, it's just. Tough, tough stuff for him, but you know, it, it's okay. He'll, he'll get better and he'll learn from it too. What so did you say to him after the game to help him keep his head up so he doesn't lose confidence? Oh, I just brought him up in front of the team and told him how much we love him and how much we appreciate all that he's done for our program, and, and we still believe him when we got his back. You know, and I know he's no one's hurting more than him right now, but I had to remind him we won the game. You know, you made some field goals and kicked some PATs and, and allowed us to. To win this game, you kicked the ball. So there's other things that you did that are positives, and, and let's not let the two uh, missed field goals be the be the biggest issue in this. And a lot of back,
2: you said before this game it'd be a, a measure of your team. Uh, what's your evaluation now that you saw what you saw, and and if it's good, how how did you do it?
0: Um, everybody else. I mean, <laughs> I, I just issued a challenge from last year's team to to now, and. We had a bunch of guys, I'm not going to make excuses, but we had a bunch of guys get hurt, and we needed to find ways to get healthy and get bigger and get stronger. And we knew that we would have to um, come back different. Uh, I remember when we played uh, Wisconsin, well, I can't remember. Mitch, you would know, you're, you're what, what year? 17. Yeah, and they, were phys- they physically beat us up. I said, oh, this is a great opportunity for us to learn. Now we're going to play them again in a year, and that was the, the challenge. Let's see what happens in a year from now. How different we can be and we went up there and beat them and, and, and I thought we matched their physicality on the field and um, I wanted to have the same issue the same challenge for the guys in, in this game and uh, it just happens that they're the champs too you know so they had a great year we knew they, they had a great team and um, yeah it's just I felt like we you know we, we can compete against them right and, and uh, looking at the scheme and everything that we did last year there's just a few deficiencies that we had, and we had to make it better and get more depth and uh, be be aggressive and things like that. And, and that's – Tuyaki's good at doing that stuff on defense. But on offense, we just had to be – just stick to it. I mean, they're a good team. They, they, they stay uh, – they're not going to have a bad defense, you know. So looking at the stats, we it was back and forth. But when you look at the runs, I mean, how often are you going to see those type of averages, you know, from these two teams that have physical line – um, and that's a, that's a good, good place to start and keep working and getting better. But, um, yeah, we just, just stay humble and keep working now. You know, so we, we're fortunate to get this win, but uh, let's let's stay humble and stay hungry and keep working and, and get ready for the next one. How tough it was to run against Baylor? How meaningful was it that you were able to get the wing touchdown by going back-to-back runs with Katoa? Yeah, and, and you know, we we just I mean Lopini and and, and uh, C B are gonna run the ball. They're they're gonna you know, with most defenses they'll they'll wear you out and then they'll they'll puncture and, and get through. Uh this is a very solid defense and they tackled really well. Um but but we can't just become one dimensional and just be give up on the run. We had to I mean a lot of what we do the run has to be effective and, and you look at it you go, Okay, how effective? Well it's Showing them that we're just not going to give up on it, you know, because they have a stout D-line, a stout front seven. Can't just give up on it. And A-Rod has done an amazing job at, at creating our identity on this offense and sticking with it. And he, we played complementary football. I, I felt like all three phases worked well together. Offense and defense worked well together. And, you know, I I had a staff that had to keep me from being too aggressive wanted to go for it all the time. And, you know, so we kicked a field goal once when I wanted to go for it, and took, I think it was a time, after a timeout and all that. So I'm glad I have good you know, good people to tell me when to, when to f- fold and kick a field goal. But,
1: what, did you see of, what did you see out of Chase Roberts tonight without Romney and Nakua going for 122 yards and, and also for,
0: for a touchdown? This stuff happens. It, it happens when, when um, I guess, when everybody's questioning what we're going to do. the Chase Roberts is a great player. He just hasn't had all his opportunities. And uh, we love Puka and Gunner. but, I mean, we talked about our depth quite often. And I thought Chase Roberts did a great job. I thought Cody Epps did a great job. Braden Coster did a great job. Keanu Hill. And those guys played really well. Uh, Down Holker, Isaac Rex. Um, you know, those, those guys played really well. And I thought the backs caught the ball in the backfield efficiently. And, and we just, the thing I was really impressed with is they took care of the football. And, um, and that, that, that that paid off in this type of game. I mean, I don't think anybody had turnovers in this game, right? So, I mean, it was a back and forth game. It's just, it's glad we were able to get that play on fourth down. Lonnie, are you good enough now to win the Big 12? Man, I, I just want, I'm just, we're good enough tonight to beat Baylor, you know, uh, by one play. And, um, but we, the season's long. We have to get ready for the next one. My job is to keep these guys humble and keep working, so we're going to enjoy it for a little bit, but then we've got to go to church, get humble, you know, and um, we, we, I don't know if we were humble enough last year to learn enough, and so we always talk about our culture of love and learn, and uh, it's important that we uh, look at the mistakes that were made and things that we can improve on and, and um, you know, make sure that we perform better next week when we play organ.
1: Coach, I think um, sun interesting. You said at halftime to the to radio crew, you said the most fundamentally sound team in the second half would win the football game, but where did you see your team was the most fundamentally sound that you could exploit the Bears in the second half and over time that ended up getting you guys to the victory?
0: Well, I think, I mean, talk, talking about technique, and, and they they had some great fundamentals. They tackled well. Um, we, we had some missed tackles, you know, but our guys just didn't give up. I mean, fundamentals is effort, too, so... You look at the effort and the energy, the guys just don't quit. And um, it, it was easy, especially when things look kind of bleak and they're about to score inside the five-yard line. It takes a mental toughness for those guys to respond the way they did. And so um, I, I thought we blocked well. I thought we we, we tackled good enough. Um, I thought they did some great things blocking. I mean, they, it was fourth and three-and-a-half or so and they ran the ball. You know, that's grimy. He's going he's gonna to just – Give it, a, give it a chance to get the first down. And then it's like, oh, we. I wish I had just said something because I knew that was going to happen, but um, I don't know. But it, it's just, when it comes down to it, that both teams did a really good job, and, and we just were able to get the upper hand towards the end. And it, it, I mean, the, the team just kept believing that they could get it done, it, especially when you see that we had the game won if we, we make field goals and things like that. But I just I like the resilience in this group
1: how big was the students and the fans in that final tournament? Oh, it's huge.
0: I mean, I, I almost lost my voice on the Cougar walk. You know, I was just so energized by it. But I don't know. I, I have to apologize to my kids for embarrassing them by me jumping around and all that stuff. But I'm going to be me. And um, just want to show them how much I appreciate them. You know, I, I grew up a BYU fan. So I always, I'm a fan first. Fan before I was a, a player fan before I was a head coach so I when I see them there I just want them to know how much I appreciate them and part of that is me just showing gratitude by cheering and getting excited and asking them to yell and yeah it was a huge benefit for us I mean the, the defense felt the energy from them and you know we switched sides not not that the, the north side wasn't loud but um, they had some Baylor fans on that section and that's the reason why Baylor chose that that side because it wasn't it wasn't as loud so um, all that stuff all the little things that all matters and uh, the fans should feel really good about themselves if they lost their voice.
2: How critical is the, uh, the leadership of Jaron Hall? We saw him embrace Jake Aldrin at the end of the game, just uh, his leadership, what it means to this team.
0: Yeah, listen, the, the, um, I, don't, I don't know if I, if, if I can do, any, do it justice by saying how good um, his leadership is, but the, the leadership on our team, you know, when we voted for captains, it was like, Eight guys got most How of the many? votes and then another ten got a bunch of votes and you're sitting there going we have a really good leadership on this team in depth, but it also takes um, a good group of young men that are, are willing to follow too, you know, and our culture is about truth and, and not really worrying about it. you have to be a captain to, to to speak the truth. We you know, if you're a walk on and you're you're a guy that doesn't even travel, if what you say is true, we listen. And that's part of us being humble and trying to find ways to Everybody has a, a role on this team, and um, you know, I just want them to relish it. And you saw Batty got hurt in the game, and he was one of the biggest cheerleaders on the sideline, right? So that's, that's the culture of the team, and that's the leadership on leadership in our program. And I, I wish I could say it was all me, but it's, it's the players. I get to coach great young men from under, uh, just unbelievable families, and, uh, man, it's just a lot of fun. And I just, sometimes it's just good for me to just get out of the way and let them do their thing. So. What, could you speak to the noise, the fans, the man, the, the same, Yeah, that's, yeah. Someone asked that already, but I'll, I'll, because I love the fans so much, I will do it again. The fans are awesome. They make a lot of noise. And it was, it was, it was kind of weird because I think BYU fans want to see points on the board all the time, right? But it was, it was just kind of like a defensive struggle. And all the defensive coaches on both sides were smiling and all happy. But the fans are just kind of like, we got to see something. And then I think they had a uh, miscommunication on offense. And then the fans just erupted and made a lot of noise. And then it just wasn't ever quiet again, you know. And, and, and my shoulders are tired from doing this because that's all I did. I was just like, get louder and make more noise. And um, it's just, yeah, it's a huge, huge advantage. And so, and and the ones that, that, that go to our, our away games, they make a lot of noise too. So, uh, yeah, this is. We're very grateful for our fans, and and that's why I want our players to be around them and love them as much as possible. I still have a goal of hugging every fan. Uh, I don't know if I can get that done, but I've hugged a lot already, you know, and COVID threw a wrinkle in those plans, but hopefully we can continue to get that going. But I appreciate all you guys, and thank you for for your jobs and doing it well. Thank you.
2: BYU's last home game in the 2019 season was against Idaho State. After that game, Kalani Sitake joined us in the booth for a post-game conversation. And that was the last time Kalani Satake joined us in the booth for a post game conversation. It's been almost three years since yeah. you've been up here with Riley and me and after almost three years you are back and welcome back and what a win.
0: Yeah, I, I was uh I was confused on the am I on? You're on. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I I was just uh it's been a while, yeah. I, I think this is uh this is fun. I mean I, I enjoy being up here with you guys, but um just happy especially after a win i'll I'll go anywhere with you guys after a win
2: (laughs) (laughs) wow it's uh it both teams had chances to walk out of here with the w tonight and felt like they had a good shot to do it and in the end byu is the winner when you're going to look back at this game or think about this game what will be the first thing that comes to mind to you
0: um just what we did in in the locker room um just uh embracing jake oldroyd and letting him know that we love him and uh you know that that uh, tonight wasn't his best night, but he he made some plays, and we were gonna win because of him. Um, and I think he's a little too hard on himself, so I, I wanted to make sure to embrace him and and uh, let him know how much we appreciate him. And, and that this team, they're resilient. This team doesn't give up, and and um, you know they had his back. So uh, you know we're, we're gonna we're gonna need all our guys. Everybody has a role, and whether you're on the field or on the sideline. Uh, your role matters. And, uh, I'm, I'm thankful that I get to coach these guys. And, and, uh, that, that's, I think that's, what's going to matter to me is that we have a a bunch of guys that are resilient, that don't quit. And, um, man, the fans, <laughs> the fans, just, they're, they're, they're such a game changer. They, they, they uh, uh, they, they, they can just motivate all of us. I mean, you, you talked about that game back, uh, well, I, I was here as, as a, as a, 13 year old had that game, you know, and, and the Miami game we're talking yeah, about. Yep. I was here for that game. And so I, I remember screaming like my lungs out and, uh, and now, uh, I'm, I get to coach the team, you know, and we we got this win and, um, fans stormed the field. and It just seems like I, I can get used to this, you know, but it'd be, it'd be nice to get some comfortable wins too. But, uh, Um, I just like the fact that our guys just kept believing in each other, kept going. I mean, things weren't clicking completely for our offense. The defense stuck in it. And, and, um, you know, the the coaches, everybody was just tuned in to just focus on just trying to find a way to to have our moment when when it came to win. And then we had those field goals. It seems like, okay, how many more opportunities are we going to have to win this game? And and then we get the the touchdown, but we miss on the two-point conversion. And then it just seems like, I think you can easily get down on yourself when that was happening, but then they get on the three yard line, and we we stop them, you know, and and the crowd made noise and they got false starts, and next thing you know, they're backed up and a, a little bit, you know, they had I think it was at the nine yard line, right? Yep. And um, you know, and 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 Tuyaki called a great play on the final play we're talking about, twelve, yeah. 12 yard line, twelve yard line, and yep. and, and uh, Elisa Tuyaki called a great play, and and it had a great defensive. Uh, play ready for that for that moment and it just worked out so great game i'm probably just rambling on and on but yeah i just really really happy
1: (laughs) coach i want to dive right down (coughs) into the x's and o's first of all uh Are you running more man than you have in the past? And second of all, if so, because it looks like to me, second of all, how big of a luxury is that to allow for different creativity? Because I feel like the creativity and mixing up all the looks was a big reason why the defense was able to keep the team in the game for the entire way.
0: Yeah, we, 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 I mean, we can run whatever coverage we want now. And, and uh, I think, uh, you remember the Virginia game last year, we, we played a lot of man early and then our man cover guys got tired, uh, tonight uh played some man and last week played some man and now we have corners that can recover and we put in we have co-starters at corners you know so we, when you look at Caleb Hayes and D'Lo Mandel and then you have Gabe Judy Lolly and, and Jacob Robinson we have also a bunch of freshmen that are up and coming and Maury Bamba and all these other guys that can play and then our, we are, we're deep at our safety position and linebacker and D-line um now now you can stay fresh but you know man coverage is it drains you a little bit and uh it's just nice it's a nice luxury to have that we can u- utilize all our guys and uh, i i thought the corners did well showing up on tackles except for you can't take guys legs out you know and, yeah
1: and, that was twice this yeah game.
0: and i thought they did it to kingsley on on, on the trick play but you know yep, whatever. The yeah whatever touchdown yeah on jaren's so yep. I, that's one of the rules that i think they're trying to clean up and uh, even though we teach our guys that, it's, it's something that happens. You just got to – what a great uh, way to learn is, is go through the experience and still come out with a win.
1: I want to uh, just note for our fans and get your commentary on it. So I heard a lot this week about uh, kickoff, having given up last week, and, oh, that's probably the death of the sky kick. Well – Coach Lamb and you and every you brought it back this week, and they didn't cross the twenty five on one return mm-hmm. um so i I'm sure that was a point of emphasis but to me that epitomizes the attitude of this team. all right, they got one on us last week, not again, and they tightened the screws and uh especially early on, you were losing the field position battle, and that really helped you wrestle your way back into it the kickoff coverage. talk to that
0: yeah and 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 just just believing in the guys you know and, and um uh, I, I don't really care if if they make mistakes and it doesn't work out. I'll take the blame for that. But uh, you'll you'll never ever hear me not believe in the boys, you know. And so these guys work hard. Um, I trust them. And what better way to, to show the trust and actually let them go out there and and just not be afraid of, of of even though last week it didn't work out that great, you have to give them a chance to make it better. That's 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 what that's what that's what life's all about, you know. So. Um, And, and, and they, they they just, for some reason, when you do that and you show them that you believe in them, they, they'll just fly.
1: Oh, yeah. Watch you know? after the tape, after they were making those tackles and catching him. you know, between the 15 and 20 mostly. Like, the amount of coordination and, like, the hype on a kickoff coverage yeah. was impressive. <laughs> Where most of the time it's dudes thinking, like, oh, well, I'm not a starter. I should be on defense. And they're trying to get off the field so they can. These dudes were hyped out there.
0: Yeah, and you got Max Tooley and others, the starters. There. on there. On that team. And, yeah. And it matters to them. And so, yeah, all those little things, I mean, I wish I could take credit for it. We just It's just we have great kids, and I just got to – I like trusting them. I, I like believing in them.
2: This is the Larry H. Miller Auto Cougar Postgame Coaches Show with Kalani. located in Provo, Linden and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. Last year in Waco, uh, Baylor ran for 300-plus yards, gained almost 550 yards, and and they were kept in the two hundreds on yards. Uh they had about half their rushing yards from last year. They didn't top twenty one in scoring. They were held to twenty. A lot of improvements were made. This was a game where you could actually say, Okay, we have a frame of reference and here's how we got better.
0: Yeah, and, and, and trying to find ways to get better from last year to now. That that was the challenge. You you probably heard me in, in the in the post game talking about it. I, I just feel like um you know, just that last year was, it was a, a, an experience, and, and it would be shameful if we didn't learn from it as much as possible. and sometimes, when you go through a loss, everybody wants to forget the film. I'm the opposite. I want to dive into it and figure out, okay, what can we do to make sure that we improve on this?
1: Then and, and you have to avoid things like guilt, shame, and embarrassment. Yeah, I was going to say, Coach, how do you, you know? take the sting out of that? Because you say yeah. most people want to avoid it. They want to avoid it because it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, Historically, it's been like you get called out in front of all your teammates speaking from a player's perspective. They tell you everything that you did wrong and then move on.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I We're about love and learn. That's our culture, right? And, and so if we're supposed to find ways to improve – then there's you just got to avoid guilt, shame and embarrassment and um and then then you have to be real with it but you you also have to lead the way like it's okay for coaches to say hey we made a mistake here and in this scheme and in the run stopping the run last year against Baylor we didn't do our part to help you guys be successful and um, when you admit that fault it, 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 there's something incredible about showing vulnerability especially to your players and we, there's a time when coaches could do no wrong right mm come on man like that's that's uh we're human just like everybody else and we make mistakes you know believe it or not i make tons of mistakes as a person and even as a coach but uh, i'm going to learn from them if you look at all the adversity and things that you've gone through and the the times that you've made more progress is usually something that was really tough to deal with and and and, and i think the natural the natural person wants to say okay i don't want to ever do that again and i'm i'm just like oh, let's just test it out you know let's just keep doing it and i it's probably it's probably a a, a, some characteristic i have that doesn't make sense it's like Hmm. putting putting the battery on your tongue yeah i i probably do it a hundred times so it's like okay i've learned my lesson you know so but but i i I like i like learning i like um getting better i like improving and and so i don't i don't mind um looking at the the issues and looking at the problems that that happened in that game uh that's how we make that's how we make progress and I'm, I'm looking forward to get improving from this week to next week. I thought we made some great improvement from last week to this week, and I'm, I'm excited to get this one next for
2: uh, when we go to Eugene next week. Sometimes football becomes a really simple game when you, when you don't turn the ball over at all. And and since you've been the head coach at BYU, by the way, congrats on win number 50.
1: Oh, thank you. Oh, I, fun milestone. I didn't
2: even think about that.
0: Let's yeah. go. Nice. Let's win number f-
2: so, and here's another little tidbit for you. Um, Lavelle got his 50th win. In his seventy seventh game, okay, you got it in your seventy ninth.
0: Oh, Lavelle, you're pacing really always, easier. always yeah, one up in <laughs> me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hey, he's got it
1: on everybody. Don't no, 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 that's no. right, that's right. But
2: you're right there, right in the neighborhood. So, yeah. uh, you're you're twenty three and one with twenty straight wins when you don't turn the ball over at all, and this was a turnover free game for both teams tonight.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I mean that's of course, Grimey's going to take that to Baylor, you know. So you 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 don't give up um, easy easy plays um but you know I, I thought i thought our guys were aggressive and, and i thought um looking at the way jaron threw the ball he still took some shots took some chances and there was a, a moment that's like oh man i don't know if there's a throw that he had down here that i think the lineman tipped it and it the corner got a good jump on it yeah and um and i'm like man let's see how he responds to it he's fine he's just gonna keep going i mean that's that's a. Uh, I appreciate that from Jaron, and I love the way that he he shows just just the uh I don't know just the, the toughness to stick with things and be aggressive. Took some shots downfield. There's so many, they're really really close and you you saw the the receivers did a great job. They're getting open. DBs are holding them like crazy and they got they got most of the calls, but there are some some calls out there that they miss, but that that shows that that gives the 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 receivers a lot of confidence. Like, hey, I can I can run with these guys. These guys are struggling to cover me, and um, you know we were missing two two receivers. And and uh, I was talking to Fessy and Arod about it uh, yesterday, and they're just like, we're a deep team. This is now the moment for Cody Epps and Keanu Hill and you know and Cosper and and um, Chase Chase Roberts. Chase Roberts to to shine, you know. And so and they did. I thought they played really well. They ran some good crisp routes caught the ball really well especially in traffic and uh, just can't be I'm just so happy overall on all all three phases the whole team obviously some things to fix but the the boys played hard and with tons of energy and I'm glad we got the win
2: yeah I think when you can win games minus really important parts of the the team it, it, it adds even greater value to the outcome and you mentioned Chase we'll mention him before the break and then take a break he gets targeted targeted 14 times a team high for eight catches, team high, 122 yards led the team, long reception of 37 and a score. And, and then the, the catch he makes for the touchdown right before halftime, I mean, that's, there's such skill involved in making mm-hmm. that catch and keeping his feet in bounds. And then he ends up with a touchdown pass on the double throw later. Like what, <laughs> what more of a night could he have when you needed a guy like that to step up?
0: Hey, we, we, we knew he's special. We have a lot of special talent on this team. Uh, they just need their moment to shine, and 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 he he took advantage of his opportunity, and and uh, you know he's not a secret anymore. So, um, all those guys they played really well, and I, I thought they blocked well too. And we'll just keep we'll just keep rolling, man. We just we have a lot of great talent on this team, and and um, I'm just glad that that he stuck with it, keep working hard, and and uh, knew that his time would come, and and he did it tonight. I mean that that trick play, um, you know. Fessy and Aaron were talking about it. I'm like, why are they talking about the strict play? We're at like midfield and they keep <laughs> saying when they're gonna do this and I I try not to get involved, but I'm like, all right, let's just see what happens and and, and sure enough it was a – what a great great execution on the whole play too. And goes for a touchdown. Yeah, it was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, um what are the chances that uh Puka and Gunnar can play as soon as next week, do you think? Like because sitting up tonight was a was like a step in that direction, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, I I think um I mean I don't know. I wish I, I wish I had a, a degree in medicine and stuff and knew more about that. But uh, we're going to do what's best for their health in the, in the long run. But I think they're, they're closer now than they were this week or last week. So, uh, for Gunner especially, but um, they're, they're not. It's not. They're not ruled out yet. So yeah. we're hoping that it's a day to day thing. And even this week was day to day, especially with Puka, and we just, we just felt like it was the right moment to just hold him and be, be safe.
2: Okay, we'll take a break, come back with more from Kalani Sitake, BYU head coach. His team defeats Baylor tonight twenty six to twenty. BYU's a first top ten home win over a ranked team since the Miami game in nineteen ninety. BYU's third top ten home win all time. Back with more with the coach after this on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Your business go to econpartners.com. dot com. All right, and the valuable stat of the game we will start with a trivia question for the coach. He loves these. <laughs> Including tonight, how many overtime games have you coached at BYU?
0: Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I, uh, three?
2: It, yeah, but th- and then tonight was the fourth. So, so, uh, was so fourth was the fourth. Yeah, and what's your record in the overtime games?
0: I have no idea. Is it? Well, I know Mississippi State was one. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Tennessee. Or- oh, the Tennessee's Orange, one. And then day USC. Game here. Oh gosh, yeah. We should play more overtimes then.
2: <laughs> so our valuable stat is Kalani is four and zero in the overtime games.
0: Hey, I'll I'll take it, man. Let's let's, let's uh. I'd rather win, you know, outright and yeah. by twenty. Yeah, but, but uh, <laughs> if we need to, we'll do it. We'll do it this way too. More by- more fun for the fans.
2: Yeah, well, and and, uh, and it was another another field storm. Yeah, or, or you know, orderly, right? Took a while <laughs> for the fans to get off, but all, all was well in the end.
0: Yeah, that, that's always fun. And, and if you have a goal of trying to hug every fan like I do, I, I knocked out probably a thousand today. <laughs> that's
2: awesome. <laughs> all right, uh, now that uh, this game is in the books, you're two and zero. A lot of ranked teams lost in front of you, so there could be a nice little bump right there, and uh, and and this becomes the Baylor game. That is a future conference game. So, in that respect, uh, you know, in terms of developing a rivalry and kind of showing where you might fit in the Big Twelve, I think tonight was an important night that way.
0: Yeah, we we, we wanted to see how we measure up uh, with the champs, you know. So, uh, I, I think they're going to have a, a great year still, and um, you know, it's just it's it's it should build some confidence in us, but. Uh, we also know that we can play better. There, there's some things that we can do better than that. and uh, we, We've got to stay humble, keep working hard. Uh, nothing's easy, and, and nothing's just handed to you. So we, we have to improve before we, we uh, go on the road next week.
1: Um, part of improving is uh, recovery. So uh, Batty uh, left the game, didn't return. Uh, we heard an nab injury. I saw uh, Ammon Hanneman... Uh, Limp off there towards the end. Anyway, give us a qu- quick injury report as you remember it.
0: Yeah, n- nothing. Um, n- nothing like catastrophic. Huh? N- no, nobody gone for the the season. Yeah. So, uh, we know that there will be some guys maybe questionable for next week, but uh, they're not ruled out yet either for that. So, uh, probably no more tomorrow when when they come in for treatment and yeah. and on Monday.
1: Next question. Uh, I was just gonna ask, and I know it's early, um, but you know unique challenges that uh, cuz you're talking about getting better and we're already looking forward unique challenges that Oregon presents having to go and play in Natson Stadium any any early uh challenges that got that are on your mind
0: yeah i've been there before it's going to be loud uh, it'll be disruptive and and uh their fans are are it's a hostile environment but i think our guys are going to be excited for the opportunity we we like going to those type of environments uh and and you know they're a really good team they put up a bunch of points i saw a score that they they did really good there so i mean i you know, know anybody on
1: the staff out there Cristobal is obviously headed off to miami so it's yeah a i know, bunch of I new know guys. a lot of the
0: guys on that on that staff and so they'll have their team ready and you know we're ranked so it's a ranked team coming into eugene oregon and and they get they get us at home so i'm pretty sure it's going to be a a, a rowdy crowd but i uh, you know we, we have the we have the daunting task of keep, of making them quiet, and I, I look forward to doing that.
2: Oregon defeated FCS foe Eastern Washington seventy to fourteen today. Max Tooley led your team in solo tackles and total tackles. Had a quarterback curry, looked really active out there tonight. Really yeah. quick,
0: and just I mean he's he's got he's so explosive, and um, he had a great game last week and this week. I think he followed it up. Just he's starting to really come into his own as far as uh, mastering that position. And and that that's a hybrid position that we created for him, you know. So uh it's good to see him on the field making plays, just like it's good to see Peyton out there and Keenan and Ben Bywater and uh you yeah, know, we have a good group of guys. We needed we need to go into our depth and rotate guys quite a bit, but Max probably got a lot of plays and, and, and made a made a big difference for us on the field.
1: Fisher Jackson was a name we called quite frequently and, and not really one where, you know, uh we've called so much in previous games. Uh, was that by nature of the Batty injury, or coming into it, has he been improving and earning more and more snaps?
0: Yeah, I think when Batty got uh, got banged up, um, Fisher and uh, Fisher Jackson and Logan Lutui, uh we had to get them in the field, and they, they I thought they did pretty good. I mean, that's yeah. watch the film again and see how it goes, but I, I thought D line kept the guys fresh. We rotated quite a bit, and um, I thought they played physical up front. They're they're ready. They're excited for this opportunity to play, man, and I, I was. So proud of the way that they played and, and how physical they were up front. Great.
2: Kalani loves when I throw stats at him, and I'm going to throw another <laughs> another set at him with, with an objective here. So we already know how, how how good BYU is when when you open on top. You're great front runners when you score first, like you did tonight. You're now 31 and seven. When you score in your first possession, like you did tonight, you're 27 and five. So these are really good win rates. You win mm-hmm. a lot of games. But here's the other thing that I think is great. You don't need to be in the lead. You don't need to be the front runner because in in 26 of your 50 wins, so more than half of your wins, you've trailed in that game. Hmm. So when you lead, yeah, you're golden. But even when you're behind, you've been a really resilient team, and you've had to come back at some point in more than half your wins.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I like to be a front runner most of the time, but right. um, just it, I, I wish I could take credit for it. The, these guys are resilient. Uh, BYU just that's just what it's all about. It, it doesn't matter who the head coach is. Or, we have guys that great give great effort. Uh, I know Bronco had the same thing, and so did Croton, and so did Lavelle. You know, so uh, it, it's uh, it's a lot easier to be a coach when you have players that just willing to do whatever they can uh, for a win, and, and that's a huge huge compliment to our boys.
2: Did you get to spend some time with the commissioner of the Big Twelve, Brett Yormark, who was in town this weekend?
0: I did not. No, but I, I mean, I, I, I'm excited about h- him being here and. Really excited about the Baylor fans that made the trip out here too. I, th- I think um, uh, you know I, I like to show off Provo as much as we can, and I thought the I thought the fans did a great job representing with noise. But I, I guarantee they took care of the Baylor fans and and any visitors that come through here.
2: And uh, have you been uh, privy to any discussions as to when a 2023 Big 12 schedule comes out for football, or do you know, or do you know when to expect it, or?
0: I haven't even okay. thought about that. Yeah, I, right, I know that's not where your mind is at all. But yeah. right now, I'm thinking about Oregon, and I'm going to go watch the film because <laughs> I got I got so much energy in me right now. So I'm going to probably watch the film and 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 see what they did against Eastern Washington, and um, try to you know have a have an idea of what we can, uh, what, you know what what our strategy might be for next week.
2: BYU hasn't been uh, to Otson in a long time. I, I mentioned the Miami game in, in in 1990, and it feels like it's been like around that time that BYU last played a game at Oregon because I was I was working at KSL at the time but I wasn't yet on the crew so it had to be around that same time yeah it was the same year in fact it was three weeks after the Miami game hmm. BYU played at Oregon and that was the last time they played in Eugene it was was 32 years ago
0: oh wow so it's just uh you know but this is going to be fun hopefully history it repeating us, itself yeah, hopefully it's a good it's a good omen for us you know but I know our guys are excited for the game we we we. We're excited for the next one, and, and just really happy to be two and zero right now, and uh, just looking forward to this matchup. They're a really good team, good coaches, gr- uh, great fan base, and so uh, we, we're up for the challenge, and, and we're looking forward to, you know, pr- pr- using every day this week to get healthy and get prepped for the for the game, and. and it's going to be a lot of fun.
2: I'm glad you regained your voice because in our pregame interview you were already uh, raspy a I little I was bit. losing it, yeah. yeah. Was... Mitch Jurgens lost his, Jason <laughs> Shepherd lost his tonight, so I'm glad you got yours back.
0: Yeah, I wish I I had the remedy for that one, but it, I think for me it's just the uh, the pregame. I I might have got a little bit too excited, you know. But the uh, impossible coach. Yeah, I was jumping up and down and making noise, and I think maybe I was just more out of breath than out of my voice <laughs> pregame. I I it took me a good hour to recover from. <laughs> That, that cardio that I was trying to do.
2: <laughs> well, we like to give you the final word usually on these broadcasts, and, and it usually ends up with you um, talking to Cougar Nation yeah. uh, about about how they represent and how they help you.
0: Hey, it's an honor for me to be the coach here and to have wonderful fans, amazing fans. And uh, I, I, like I've said this over and over again. I, I just can't express how much I love uh, Cougar Nation and all the BYU fans, and thank you for showing up and giving the support. Making noise and just loving our boys, you know. And this is—you're uh, the best, best fans in the world. And and uh, and I'm—I'm uh, I'm glad to say I'm one of you. So thank you very much, Go Cougs. All
2: right, Kalani, thank you. Congratulations on win number fifty, win number two on the year. We look forward to another another week of BYU football, and another exciting weekend next weekend in uh, in Eugene. Thanks again. All right, and, guys. And, and by the way, it was great to have you back up in the booth again. It's it has been to be a long three years. Yeah,
0: I've, I, I mean. I have the face for radio, but it's good to see you guys. So, <laughs> Thank you, guys. Love you guys, thanks, man. Appreciate thanks, it. Kalani.
2: All right, we're back with Cougar Nation now after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.